It will be an amazing time of rest and recovery and inspiration for the next year. Let's just close our eyes. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, thank you for sending your son to give us life. And live, give it more abundantly. Not just here, but the hope for what waits for eternity. And Lord, so we come to you this morning to worship you, but also to hear from you. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will speak to each and every one of us. Because it is your words that leads to eternal life. And so, Lord, we humbly come to you and we open our hearts and our minds for your word to be implanted in us. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that it may germinate and grow because we know what it produces is always life. And so we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I want to share with you um, something as I was praying what to, to preach today. Um, the Lord reminded me of the fact that we are close to Christmas. <laughs> Sometimes the Lord needs to remind me because I'm not so good with time. But next week is Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. It's next Sunday, no? It is next Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as I was preparing, um, the Lord reminded me of the fact that we are close to the day that we celebrate um, the birth of Christ. And reminded me of what took place before his birth. The events leading up to the birth, not necessarily the week before, but really when we read in Scripture, these are the things that took place preparing the way for the coming of the Messiah. And I, and I, and I really felt the Lord laid on my heart to share with us this morning um, a few verses from the events leading up to the birth of Christ that I trust will impart into us our own hearts in our preparation for the celebration, but also life with him. Because G Jesus came with a purpose, and, and, and that is to, to reconcile us with God, to redeem us, and to give us a new life. Life that is not bound by sin anymore, but free so that we can serve him and follow him. And so I want us to look at the events preceding Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 1. And um, as we read together, I, I want to share four phrases, four verses in, these, in this chapter that really stood out. Um, and I believe God is speaking to some, to all of us, but also to some specifically. As we read in this chapter, we read of faith and hope and trust, but mostly we read of God's faithfulness. Faithfulness to his word and able to perform what he promised. And that nothing, nothing is impossible for God. And I trust that these things will settle in our heart as we go into 2023. And so the people I'm going to mention is Zachariah, Elizabeth, and Mary. And what happened in their life before the coming of the Messiah? And there are some key phrases in these passages for all of us to take heart, but especially, I believe, for some of us. Maybe you've been asking the Lord for something or holding on to his word and putting your hope 
and trust in Him. Maybe you are asking the Lord for an answer as you have patiently waited for something. Well, here's the first phrase in the life of Zacharias, spoken to him by a messenger of God. And I want you to close your eyes as you listen to this. This is the first phrase. My words will be fulfilled in their own time. My words will be fulfilled in their own time. Let's read the context when these words are spoken. We're going to read here from verse 5. Now, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. Of the division of Abijah, his wife, of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both well advanced in years. Who of you are well advanced in years? (laughs) We call you golden youth. The Bible says you are well advanced. (laughs) You are well advanced. So it was that while he was serving as priest before the God in, in the order of his division according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense. And when he went into the temple of the Lord, and the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayers is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be a great he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to him, said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And then the angel said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and to bring you glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, their own time. And then the people waited for Zacharias and marveled and lingered that he lingered, marveled that he lingered so long in the temple, but when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision. For he beckoned them, and he remained speechless. And you can read the rest at home. The thought that I want to leave with you, God sent an angel 
to remind us today also that his word will come to pass at its own time. God's promise have an appointed time and though it may linger, it will come to pass. And I want to really encourage you with that. As we hold on to God's promises in his word, even though it may linger, it will come to pass. I love God's character. He does not lie. He does not change. And there's no darkness in it at all. And all his ways are perfect and good. I love God's character and it gives me great confidence to put my hope and trust in what he said because what he said he will do. And so I want to encourage you as you enter the new year to put your trust and hope in him. Whatever God says and whatever he does is good, perfect and just. And he, is, and he will do what he said. That brings us to the next phrase in Mary's life. Actually, there are two phrases in this passage that I want to highlight. And I want you to close your eyes for another moment. Here's the next phrase. For nothing is impossible with God. For nothing is impossible with God. Though his word linger, it will come to pass at his own time because... Nothing is impossible for God. Let's read in the context of these words spoken. Now it was the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent. Again, Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice! Highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among the women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in the womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. And then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month of her who is called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. And then Mary said, Behold, maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The first phrase 
is so powerful for nothing will be impossible with God. God is the creator of the universe. God is the creator of the universe. He is the sustainer of all life. He designed everything. And by his word, everything in this universe came to be. Nothing is impossible for God. It is such a confident statement, realization, in that God is the creator of the universe. And everything around us came to being by his word. He is immensely wise and powerful. And nothing is impossible for him. He is thus able to do what he promised. Whatever he promised, he is able to do. If he is able to create the universe from nothing, by his word, he is able to do whatever his word says. Whatever he declares, he is able to do. If ever we were to doubt, we can just look at the universe, at creation, and know nothing is impossible for God. If by his word everything came to be, his word is true, and it is possible for him to do what he said he would do. That gives us great confidence to put our trust and hope in God. Therefore, our trust in him is not misplaced or insecure. And this brings us to the next phrase. And I want you to close your eyes for a moment and listen to the words of Mary. Let it sink into your heart. Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. What an amazing attitude of humility and submission to God according to his word. I mean, we spoke a lot about submission to God over the past couple of weeks. Our surrender to Him as God, Creator, Savior, Redeemer, and Lord. But we can also have confidence to submit to His Word. A messenger was sent to bring the Word to Mary. And Mary's response was, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your Word. Let it be done to me according to your word. We can have great confidence as we enter into this new year that we too can bow our knee before God and say, we are your servant. Let it be done to me, Lord, according to your will, your word, and your ways. There is no safer place to be in submission to God under his authority, under his complete control to submit your life to him and his word. And I want to encourage you, as you read the word, inspired by the Spirit, preserved for us, He still speaks to each and every one of us to this very day. May we have the same attitude when we open the word, every morning, every night. We can have boldness to pray even before we read. I am your servant, Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And then read it with intention. 
For some of us, it starts by first reading it and then saying, Lord, let it be done according to your word. But if you know the Lord, if you know his faithfulness, if you know his character, you can proclaim it even before you read the word. Because all his ways are good. and All his ways are pure. Even those things that is hard to understand or accept for our flesh and our mind, it is good and it's perfect. And I want to encourage you with that. Here the next phase of, of the life of Elizabeth. We read here from verse 1, oh, verse 39 to 45. Now Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to the city of Judah. And entering the house of Zacharias and greeting Elizabeth, and it happened that when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among the women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb with joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now, I want you to close your eyes for a last time. <laughs> and meditate on these words. Blessed is she who believed. For there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the law. I want to encourage you as you enter in the new year. Blessed you will be if you believe what was told to you by the Lord. Blessed will you be if you believe. God made a promise 4,000 years ago at the fall of man. And throughout the ages, he confirmed it over and over that he will send a savior to redeem us from our sin. And for 4,000 years, men and women were longing for that day. Longing for the day that the Redeemer would come to save us from our sin. And at the appointed time, God sent His only Son to save you and me. So that we can be free. So that we can know Him and come to Him. Even as Gentiles. We had no hope. And this is who we are. Because of his faithfulness, that promise is also for us. As Jesus himself said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. These are the things that has already happened. These are not the things that we're waiting for. 
These are the things that already happen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of God. God has poured out His Holy Spirit, enabled us by His Spirit through His gifts and fruit, has given us joy, peace, and love, and given us hope for the future, not just in this life, but in the life to come. These are all things, just to mention a few, that has already happened. We are not waiting for it. It has already happened. It is already fulfilled. For whosoever would believe. For some of us, you need to hold on to these things until it is birthed in you. Until it is fulfilled in you. God has saved you. He has redeemed you. He has called you. He has sealed you with, your Holy, with His Holy Spirit. He has given you gifts and the fruit of the Spirit. I want to encourage you, if you long for more of these things, hold on to his word until it is birthed in you. He's given you a purpose and a commission. Hold on to it until it is birthed in you. It is not something we are waiting for. It is something already given. It is something you can claim in this life with certainty. Your salvation, his spirit, his gift and his fruit, his commission and purpose, it is yours already. For others, you need to live it to the full. 4,000 years long, righteous men and women have longed to see what we have. Live it to the full. In the presence of great witnesses, as Hebrews says, Live it to the full. We have God's redemption. We live in His grace. We are called His sons and daughters. He poured out His Spirit upon all flesh, the young and the old. Let's live it to the full. There's been generations who long to see what we have. Let's live it to the full. God is faithful to do what He has promised. We need to trust him. Just like these three individuals had to trust him, even though it didn't make sense. And they saw the fulfillment of God's word. And so will we. God said, my words will be fulfilled in their own time. For with God, nothing will be impossible Behold the servant of the Lord, let it be done to me according to your will, to your word. Blessed is he or she who believed, for there will be the fulfillment of those things that were told to him or her from the Lord. And then there's one promise that we're still waiting for. It's his return. It is the one thing we're still longing for. Jesus coming back. For us. So that we can be with him forever. 
hold on to that. It remains the greatest promise still to be fulfilled. And if that remains your greatest hope, your greatest desire, then it will enable you to bear with everything you have to face while you wait for its fulfillment. Keep it your greatest desire and hope. This promise that he will come for you if you remain faithful to the end. Hold on to it. Make it your greatest promise. Because then it will enable you to bear with everything else you need to bear with. Because there's something greater waiting for us. Poverty, despair, sickness, and even death cannot take this hope away from me. It cannot. Because the one who promised is faithful. And it is our greatest reward to be with him forever. While we wait, let us pursue the great promises already given. Let us see it fulfilled in our lives. Our salvation, the Holy Spirit, and our commission. Our purpose while we're waiting for him. To go and be a light in the midst of darkness. And to share the gospel, the good news of God's salvation. Let us go into the next year with this hope, with this goal. May the words of God be fulfilled in your life in its own time. And remember for God, there is nothing impossible. Let it be done to us according to his word. And blessed will we be if we believe. Because we will see the fulfillment of the word of God. Let's close our eyes. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for your love and your faithfulness. Thank you for your word that is true. Thank you for your word that is life. Thank you for your word that is powerful. When you spoke, the universe came into being. And in six days... You created the world and everything in it. And when it was finished, you rested. Because everything was set in place. And you know what you said will come. Grant us the faith, Lord, and the endurance. The faith to believe. The endurance to continue to believe. Thank you that your word is true. You do not change. And nothing is impossible for you. So with great hope and expectation, we can enter a new year. 
If you are here this morning and you have never surrendered your life to God, God says, if you accept me today, I will make you clean. I will make you new. And I will take you as my own. If that is you this morning, and you want to respond to God's word, His call for your life, I want to give you an opportunity just to raise your hand. So Lord, I want to surrender my life to you. You can just raise your hand high. Thank you for that hand. Is there anyone else? This is the greatest call of God to be saved. Then there's some of us here today. You are carrying a burden of this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you went through. But Jesus said, all are heavy laden and burden, come to me. And I will give you rest. Let go of your burden and take up my yoke. And you will find rest for your souls. Some of you are looking to next year with a burden on your shoulders. And Lord is saying to you, let it go today. Let that burden go. Put your eyes on me. Trust me. And take my yoke upon you. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. If that is you this morning. And you have a burden that you're carrying. That is wearing you down. I can't promise you. If you let it go, it won't be waiting for you. God didn't promise it either. He said you must make an exchange. You must let your burden go and take up His. If you're willing to make an exchange to let your burden go, and take up his I want you to respond to him it's going to mean that you need to you need to believe what he says you need to go find out what he says and believe it and then take it on yourself and I can guarantee you even though it might not make sense to you you will find rest for your soul so if that is you this morning and you have a burden you want to let go, but you want to exchange it for His. So that you may find rest for your soul. I want to give you an opportunity to respond by just raising your hand. Just where you are. Lord, I thank you for the hearts that are responding in faith to you. Lord, I want to pray. I want to pray for all of you. And I want to ask if you've raised your hand, whether it is for salvation or whether it is for an exchange. We are entering a new year. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for Him. His word is true. He says, come to me. Make an exchange. And you will find rest for your soul. If that is you, I want us all to stand. We're going to sing together. We're going to sing that song. Can we sing that song again? Nothing is impossible for Him. You know, you can move the mountains. You can open the seas. You did it before. You can do it again. 
if that is you and you have a burden, please come forward. We want to pray with you. If you're responding for salvation, we want you to come forward. And then when we finish, we, we're going to sing. We're going to sing while these, while these people respond. You can just come forward. Bring your burdens. Bring those things that keeps you in fear. The things that you are worried about. As we sing and we worship the Lord, I want you to come forward. We're going to sing this song again as a declaration of faith. As we look into the new year. I want to give you an opportunity, those who raise your hands, please come forward and let's pray with you. Let's sing together. We're going to pray and after we sang, I'm going to dismiss the meeting. We have one more prayer to do after we sing. Sing your promise. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never fail. Your promise. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness, I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence, you never fail me yet. Oh, you never will.
Great is your faithfulness, your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never fail me. Father, we thank you for your love and your faithfulness. Thank you that nothing is impossible for you. You are the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Those who put their trust in you will not be put to shame. Help us, Lord, to trust you for what you have promised. In Jesus' name. I want us to um, take a seat just for a moment. Bear with us. We want to pray for somebody, a couple that um, God has used. Trusting the Lord to lead them as they go. Just to be light, to be salt, to be a bomb. It's working for now, thanks. Um, so come, Richard and Peppa. We just, we just want to pray, pray for them and send them. They're part of our congregation. and um, I want us just to extend your hearts to them. Um, as we bless them as a congregation, as they go, God's name, leaving everything behind to follow His voice, to be obedient.
and to trust Him with the impossible. And, and we trust that you will see the impossible. Um, hearts yield, blind see, 